your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer Trey Matthews. When you are listening to this episode, it is Wednesday, November 11th, so 11-11-20, and uh, yeah, uh, we have a lot to discuss this episode, or at least from my personal perspective, because you know what, guys? I feel as though doing this podcast is somewhat uh, therapeutic for me. It's a way for me to let out my emotions. It's a way to uh, just uh, maybe see if I can inspire other people who are going through what I'm going through, and just... um, yeah, just uh, just try to find a way to uh, find a way to release my energy and just try to feel better and just be like, okay, I got it out there. I released it in a positive manner, and you know what? People can use this as um, as fuel just to get through their day as well. I don't know where you listen to this episode. It could be on your phone. It could be on your laptop. It could be in your car. Whatever the case might be. So if you're tuning in and you're listening to you know one of my rants or one of my preaching episodes. Just know that you are greatly appreciated, and hopefully I have made an impact somehow in your life. So, yeah, if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode, I basically did a Monday motivation-type episode uh, for the first half of the show. And then the second half, we uh, talked about uh, Alex Trebek and his unfortunate passing and the legacy he left on not only the television world, but also the sports world as well. And you know what? He's left in an impression that I don't think a lot of people can replace or even attempt to replace because, you know, his impression was just uh, just so much to take away from. And I told you guys that even though he wasn't a sports broadcaster per se, just his charisma, his charm, the way he presented himself, that's something that I believe a lot of broadcasters can relate to and just learn from him. And I don't know where I saw it, but I think uh, people deemed him as the busiest man in Hollywood. So, like I said, there's a lot of busy men, women, you know, they work their uh, behinds off day in and day out. But Alex Trebek, just... Um, you, you you recognize the name. Like I said, even if you never watched Jeopardy a day in your life, you still knew what Jeopardy was, and you probably have played Jeopardy, and you just didn't realize it. So, you know, I, I, I'm going to miss watching the show with my family in uh, at the kitchen table, in our living room, whatever the case might be, and just won't be the same without him. So... Anyway, uh, what are we going to be talking about in today's show? Well, uh, as I stated in uh, yesterday's episode, I think I'm going to do a similar style as to what I did yesterday. So today, I think I'm going to do a Thinking Tuesday because, like I said, I'm recording this episode on Tuesday, November 10th, and it is right now 6.55 p.m. Eastern Time at the time of this recording. So I I believe I'm going to split it up into two parts like yesterday. So we'll do a Thinking Tuesday, and then we'll do a Jeopardy-like tribute to Alex Trebek because Alex Trebek had a huge impact on the sports world as well because a lot of his Jeopardy questions involve sports. I don't know if you've guys seen the viral video. It has nothing to do with hockey, but just uh, I I remember watching it on on Twitter many, many, many times. It resurfaces so many times. There was this this, uh, group of Jeopardy contestants, and uh, the category was like football, and they couldn't get any football question right. They didn't know what a fair catch was. They didn't know who the Purple Eaters were. Uh, They didn't know that Landry played with the Cowboys, so... 
uh, it was really uh, just funny to watch. And you know what? It goes to show maybe sometimes sports is not for everyone. I mean, I, to be fair, I'm not the biggest football fan either. I, I still would have gotten some of those questions right, if I'm being honest. But you know what? I, I would have hated to be a diehard football fan and just be like, man, I could have just made some easy money if I went on to Jeopardy and got this correct or things of that nature. So anyway, uh, let's. Uh, I'm digressing a bit. That'll be for the second part of this episode. So for today, I think I'm going to do another Thinking Tuesday or Thinking Tuesday, Motivational Monday, whatever the case might be. I don't know what they do for Wednesday. Uh, Thinking Thursday. Um, uh, I, what, what starts with W that they can use? Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. I guess uh, let, let's just do a Motivational Wednesday type of thing. I think that's the thing. Okay. So today, I, I'm, I'm kind of having a bad day, if I'm being completely honest. I know I've said this before on my show when I when I have a bad day or when I'm frustrated about something, whether it be the New Jersey Devils, whether it be something going on in my personal life. So I, I, I want to give you guys some um, insight on what the life is like for a broadcaster and someone who's in my line of work. So as everyone knows, sometimes the life of a broadcaster isn't as glamorous as it seems. Like, you know, yeah, we get to uh, cover sports our, 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 for our career. We make a decent amount of money. Uh, we, you know, we get recognized quite a bit. It's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work, and sometimes there's a lot of politics that goes on behind the scenes. Look, look, guys, even your dream job can give you stress, and I didn't even I didn't even think of it like that until one of my teammates. As you know, I played baseball, and you know I was telling the issue I was having with my teammate, and he said, "Brother, sometimes your dream job uh, can give you stress as well." And he told me a story about how he he's working at his dream job, and it's giving him stress as well. So you know what that that that's uh that that's something I want you guys to take away from. Even if you find your dream job, even if you find something you enjoy, it's still going to be stressful at times. And you know what? Even uh, athletes like uh, on the New Jersey Devils, whatever the case might be, they go through stress day in and day out, but they're playing a sport they played their entire life. Now, you're probably wondering, well, Trey, what's causing you stress? Like what's going on in your uh, work life? So uh, I don't know if you guys know, but you know, as a broadcaster, I like to describe myself as energetic. Uh, I just want to be entertaining. I just want to like put on a show for people who are tuning in. And if you guys tuned into my broadcast, once again, thank you. Thank you for... um, you know, boosting my numbers up, my viewership numbers. Uh, if you tune in on the radio to listen to me, I appreciate that as well. I, I can't thank you guys enough if, if you guys do tune into my broadcast. And also, um, just it, it, it's just amazing to see the, the progress I've made from uh, just not really knowing how to be a broadcaster to now being written about in the news to now being mentored by an NHL announcer who's actually appeared on my show, Ever Fit You, who will be the new uh, voice for the Seattle Kraken next uh, year. So, you know, that's amazing just to see how far I've taken it. Um, and you just, it, 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 I, I'm flabbergasted. I'm lost for words, if I'm being completely honest. So I know I'm stumbling on my words a bit, but it's just like I'm speechless because if you guys are helping me with my viewership, that's amazing, and I can't thank you guys enough, and you guys mean a lot to me. So uh, what's causing me stress? Well, you know, sometimes I feel like I work really, really, really hard, and for any of you who do tune into my broadcast, you know how energetic I am. You know how much I like to talk. I told you guys I take inspiration from Doc Emmerich about him just constantly talking, inventing new terminology, just trying to be excited and things of that nature, and 
you know, some people get it and some people don't. That's um, I, I I think I'm a controversial uh, announcer. Let, let's just say I, I, I consider myself a controversial announcer due to the fact that, you know, sometimes I could say unorthodox uh, phrases. Sometimes I describe the play very uniquely. Sometimes I'll, I'll say like uh, things you don't normally hear in a hockey broadcast. It's not because, you know. Um, I'm, 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 I don't know what I'm doing. It's just because I'm just trying to be different. I'm just trying to do new things. That's why I take inspiration from Doc Emmerich because he tried new things. He did things differently. And, you know, sometimes people get it and sometimes people don't. And, you know, unfortunately for the people who don't get it, they have a lot of say in, uh, what, what I'm able to do or what I'm not able to do. So for example, I, I'm trying to call more games at my school because, like I said, we're home to seven hockey teams. I don't mind uh, calling play-by-play for one team, but the thing is I want to, like, freelance a little bit. Like, let me call some of the uh, other bigger teams. Like, no offense to my team. Like like I said, I love my team. They're a great group of people, great group of girls, and, you know, I, I enjoy it. But can, can I call uh, some of the NCAA games? You know, that that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, sometimes it could be um, it could be a hassle because you know those are our most watched games at Adrian College, and sometimes um, you know you you don't always get what you want in life, and you know that's what I kind of have to learn that even though when you work hard, and even though when you feel like you've made a, a bunch of progress, there's just some people who just don't give a crap, and that's what I kind of had to learn, especially when they have a say in it. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not naming any names because, you know, I, I don't want to rat anyone out. I don't want this to be controversial. I don't want people to take this the wrong way. Like, you know, I, there's, I'm not in a toxic work environment. Just, just to be clear, I'm not in a toxic work environment. I guess I'm just learning the, the ways of the business. Like, like I said, sports is a business, and I guess I'm just learning the sports side of things. Let, let's just put it nicely. So, yeah, when, when when sometimes you learn the behind the scenes, sometimes it's um, a lot more than you bargained for. And honestly, uh, as an announcer, it, it could be really hard. It could be really difficult. And you know, some ever fit you taught me sometimes it's okay to not be okay. And you know, in this case, I, I don't think I'm okay because it's just like I'm working so hard. I, I feel like I deserve what I'm what I'm uh, given and. Even though there's people who do believe in me, unfortunately, they don't really have, it's not their final call, and, and there's other factors that play into it that do get a say, and, and the majority just say, no, he's not ready, or things of that nature, and, you know, I, I just feel like I deserve that chance, and, uh, you know, to, to be given it, and I, I just want to teach you guys this, it's okay to not be okay, and uh, sometimes your uh, work environment can be very stressful, and, um even if it's your dream job. And also, you know, sometimes you can't please everybody. Did Just know that. And that's something I had to learn this year a lot. Like, no matter what you do, no matter how nice you be, no matter how outgoing you are, no matter how much you show care for uh, a particular person or people for that matter, there's going to be people who uh, just don't, don't care no matter what you do, no matter what you say. They're not going to. Um, they're, they're not going to return the favor, or they're just going to find a way to trash you more often than not. And you know what? That's okay because every Spider-Man needs a Jameson. Every Dallas Cowboy needs a uh, Stephen A. Smith. Every LeBron James needs a Skip Bayless. You know, the just just uh, those are those are haters. And and the thing is, when you hate on a hater, you're actually a hater. So I don't hate on anyone. So take that in mind. I learned that from a, a Nickelodeon show that I'm actually binge watching. They taught me this, and this is actually really good advice, which is, you know, if you hate on a hater, you're a hater yourself. And, you know, don't focus on the hate so much. 
Focus on the people who do support you. Like in my line of work, I see I see your guys' reviews. I see the good. I see the bad. I try not to focus on the bad because uh, who cares? They're irrelevant. Or, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry you didn't enjoy the show, but, you know, at the same time, it's not really my job to please you. I'm just trying to put something out that I feel like is enjoyable for all to listen to. But, you know, for, I, I do pay attention to the good because that means more to me. So, like, when you say, keep it up, you're doing great, or, you know, when you say, I like how you present it, or, you know, when, when someone's saying, like, here, you made a mistake, but here's how you can make it better, you know, things of that nature, it, it, that goes a long way. And uh, that's why I try to focus on. And, you know, if you're going to a line of work where you're a public figure and things of that nature, try to focus more on the good because that goes a much, much longer way. So I hope you enjoyed my Wednesday type of motivational Monday type vibe kind of thing. I don't know. But still, I hope you take something away from it, which is sometimes your best isn't good enough. But, you know, just keep your head down. Leave it in your rearview mirror. Do what you got to do. Know what you bring to the table and just capitalize on it. That's basically what I want people to learn from me, which is, you know, sometimes, um, yeah, there's going to be people who want to bring you down. There's going to be people who uh, don't really want to see you succeed, but find the people who do want to see you succeed and work closely with them. You know, uh, there's this phrase I like in sports. Uh, my favorite athlete uh, or one of my favorite athletes is LeBron James, and he has this phrase called uh, RWTW, which is roll with the winners. And that's what you need to do. Roll with the winners. Roll with the people who support you. Roll with the people who are there no matter what, till the end, ride or die, that kind of thing. So there you go. There's your motivation for today. And you know what? I need some energy, okay? So uh, I, I need to tell you guys, okay, I need energy, but it's just, um, uh, okay, you know what? Picture this. All right, everybody. How much does this relate to you? You just need some sort of energy boost. You just need to break through that wall. You need something great, delicious, but at the same time, very healthy, so that way you can go about your day and still look great. Well, I have the thing for you. You've heard about Built Bar. Well, they now have Built Go, but what is Built Go, you might ask? Well, break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in a 1.5 ounce packages. Put in a briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to go through the day, or consume it when you just need some energy to watch the New Jersey Devils play. Bilko is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. This stuff is great. I've already had a few, and I'm already bouncing off the walls. I have so much energy right now. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy to the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Now I'm going to give you an offer that you can't refuse. Visit Bilko.com and use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order use the promo code locked for 30 percent off at billgo.com there we go i repeat it so now you have no excuse let's go baby Alrighty, everybody so like i promised let's talk a little jeopardy and no we won't actually play a jeopardy game but however i i did find something that was sort of similar to what you would see on a jeopardy show and involved all new jersey things so I'll figure out a way to try to incorporate that into a future episode. Could be tomorrow, could be next week. I don't know. I would have to do some digging and figuring it out. So anyway, um, 
I, I was watching a clip. I'm not sure why I saw it on. I thought I saw it on Instagram, but it could be Twitter, whatever the case might be. I saw a question that was asked on the game show Jeopardy, which was um, uh, name this team in the NFC of the NFL that will not make the uh, Super Bowl in 30 years, let alone they've never won a Super Bowl. And what was the answer? Who are the Detroit Lions or who is the Detroit Lions? So anyway, I'm from Detroit, so I already knew that answer. So I, I, I know how sucky the Lions are. But anyway, I was... Uh, doing some digging around on the internet and I found this uh, interesting thing which is uh, you know it was an interesting question that was sort of in the similar question style as the Detroit Lions one I was like wait a minute I think I could work that into my show and try to make that into like a Jeopardy question and leave it up to my audience to try to figure it out and also send me a message on Twitter to see like if they know the answer so let's answer that question in the style of Jeopardy so so I'm going to do my best True Deck impression and uh, see what you guys think. So, um, you know, I, I, here, I need to get into my character. So, me, 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 mo, 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 ma, ma, ma. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so obviously we can't play the music, but, um, oh, wait, I have to do something real fast before I uh, begin it. Okay, this NHL team founded in 1974 out of the Metropolitan Division of the Eastern Conference of the NHL is a three-time Stanley Cup winners, and their future in 2030 looks promising. However, they're not a good team right now. So, uh, okay, me, you buzzed in. Uh, who are the New Jersey Devils? That's right. New Jersey Devils is the correct answer. So, yeah, I just wanted to do that question in the style Jeopardy because I felt like it would be something fun to do. So, anyway, in real uh, discussion, uh, I, I found this article on Fansided, and it basically opened up uh, a lot of article discussions from various fans uh, talking about, like, um, okay, who's going to do this? Who's going to be that? Who's going to sign with what team in the year 2030? And when I saw the year 2030, I was like, hey, that's the Detroit Lions question that I saw in Jeopardy, so let's incorporate both of them. So, uh, obviously, the article I'm reading, it, it's pretty interesting. So, one fan said that Frank Gore will still somehow be playing football. Don't think that's going to happen. Expanding the NHL by adding a European team. I don't think that's probable because of travel and also, you know, just different time zones. I don't think that's probable. Now, uh, yeah, yeah, an NHL team could play in Europe for like a promotional game because, you know, I've seen it with other sports, including the NBA and MLB when the NBA goes out to like Africa or Spain or when the MLB went out to England. That's possible, but there can't be a European team, period. So, and Tim Tebow is the new head coach for the Florida Gators. No, not happening. Uh, so these predictions are obviously wild and meant for fun only. So uh, we had to join in on the fun. And, you know, the New Jersey Devils fans came out. And let's see this, the timelines that uh, I'm reading for the, for the Devils in the year 2030. So the, uh, the Devils will look like they have their core for the next decade. 10 of the 14 likely forwards on the opening night roster are all 25 years old or younger. Now, I am not a psychic or anything, but what does that mean? What does our, our, our future hold? Because obviously we're such a young team right now, and uh, we could potentially be a playoff team. I don't know. So obviously we have Janssen on the roster. We have Murray on the roster currently. So uh, I don't think uh, Jan no Janssen would be, I think, a long-term solution. Uh, Murray would be temporary. Crawford would certainly be temporary. Uh, Zajek and uh, Subban pretty much have one foot out the door. So it's like, what is our team going to look like in the year 2030? I don't know. Like I'm, I was reading the article and I was just like, no, 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 no. This is too much to grasp for right now. We need to talk about this in a future episode. So I'm just going to tease it a little bit for the next uh, time.
time that I have remaining. So, uh, obviously, we have a young team in Alexander Holtz, Dawson Mercer, Jack Hughes, Nico Heizer. So, you know, uh, we have a lot of uh, young guys on our roster under the age of 25. So, th this is something I really need to think about because it was like, um, I was just looking at the article and I was just like, no, 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 no. I, I can't. I can't. I can't go based on other people's opinions. I just can't. So we're actually going to save that. Uh, this was a change of plans at the last minute when I was uh, looking at my script. I was just like, I, I can't do this. I'm sorry. We, we, we got to save that for a future episode. But uh, we will definitely do something in the style of Jeopardy. But hey, if you want to jump the gun, because I just uh, asked the uh, Jeopardy question, what will the Devils look like in 2030? I, I asked in the style of Jeopardy in honor of Mr. Trebek. And I just said, like, uh, so this team is obviously from this division, from this part part of the conference, uh, founded in this year, and um, now we're uh, primed for the future, but we're not good right now, but we might be good in the year 2030, so what is the New Jersey Devils, or who are the New Jersey Devils, you know, that kind of thing, so uh, yeah, it's going to be very exciting, and I think we're going to have to do a full-fledged analysis, and don't worry, I'll ask the Jeopardy question again, so if you want to hit me up on Twitter, TreyMatt4, or LockedOnDevils on Twitter, and give me your uh, opinion on uh, what the Devils will look like in the future, please uh, shoot me a message, and you know what, do you have some uh, crazy trade ideas, do you have some crazy signings that could happen, is there a prospect in college right now that you think the Devils could maybe uh, potentially get under these circumstances I know it's really hard to determine that right now because like you know the draft varies on your performance but still it would be very exciting to watch so uh yeah that's about all the time I have for you guys today so I really hope you enjoyed uh my motivational Wednesday episode on a Tuesday kind of thing and um well you know you're listening to it on Wednesday but I was recording this on a Tuesday so hopefully you enjoy it and uh continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day New Jersey I'll catch you in the next episode Peace out. Also, uh, someone help me get a PlayStation 5. I, I, I'm looking everywhere and I can't seem to find one. So if you have access to a PlayStation 5, I will pay full dollar for it. Help me out.